Hey, hi, my name's Jess Wood. Welcome to Get Wood. Before I get started with the show today, I just have to address this sweater. Now, this is a sweater. Here, I'll stand for those of you. I am wearing uh, shorts today because I usually am in my underpants, and that seems to get the wrong crowd going. Hi, how are you? Welcome. (laughs) Uh, Hello. The sweater. Now, a friend of mine said, hey, I like your dude sweater. And I said, no, I got it in the women's section. And she said, no, I mean, like the Lebowski. And so I said, ooh, the dude abides. The dude abides. Now, listen, this is get wood. I'm not going to be drinking white Russians. I did not smoke a joint before I got here. All of this is Lebowski time. I know you know. What am I, preaching to the choir out there? Anyway, I'm here to talk about some true stories that happened to me this week, some weird stories from the news. And guess what I'm starting with? Just that thing. News stories that have been talked about for the last couple weeks. And I am making a V for those of you who are not watching, uh, just listening on audio. I'm making a V because I'm about to talk about vabbing. Yes, I talked about it before, but I'm going to talk about it again because it continues to be in the news. If you don't know what vabbing is... Well, let me enlighten you. Thank you so much. I uh, have studied vabbing. I didn't know it was a thing. I didn't know that we even needed anything more to get men to pay attention to us. I didn't think we needed this for the extra male attention. But you know what? If people are enjoying it, then God bless. Vabbing is when you, yes, I am right now live on the air for you right now. I am going to vab. It's when you put your uh, vaginal juices. I did call it vaginal because you know, this is a family show. Uh, and you get your vaginal juice and you dab it, you vab it, if you will, onto your spots that are your perfume spots. And supposedly, now I think this works without the vabbing, you go out and more men are very attracted to you. They're like, oh, you smell like your pussy. I don't know. I, I, I like the smell. Here's the reason I bring it up. Well, for many reasons. One, let's get rid of the shame around it, shall we? Any of you out there that are like, ooh, or like, who would ever do such a thing? I'm here to talk to you. I was listening to Howard Stern. Yes, I talked. I, I talk. Well, I haven't talked to him, but I will about this. Don't worry. I listened to Howard Stern a lot, and he brought up the vabbing after I had talked about the vabbing. But uh, <laughs> but I um, I listened to him and he spoke about it in a very shameful way. Like he said, he goes, "Ew, can you imagine? Gross! Oh, gross!" And I'm thinking to myself, "Does this man go down on his lady? Because if you're not going down on each other, what are you doing out there? We must give, give, give. And if we don't, then we must chat, chat, chat about why we won't give, 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 or why we don't want to receive, receive, receive. As long as there's some chatting going on around it, you don't have to allow yourself to get, uh, you know, you don't have to get eaten out or sucked off or whatever. But I really feel like you want to, uh, be okay with your own body, your own juices, your own secretions, your own 
taste your own and if you know what if the if the taste is horrible then you should probably either go to the doctor and get a little papage that's a pap smear for those of you who are not hip to the vaginal lingo yeah go get a pap smear go go take care of yourself go to the doctor i know it's hard to talk about but you know what's even harder to not want to taste your own juices i think because it's all all natural. And listen, ladies or gentlemen, if you are sucking uh, a dick of someone and you don't mind them coming in your mouth, which I don't, uh, you would like it. I would prefer it if the cum were not rancid. Do you know what I mean? It works both ways. And I don't mind kissing the guy. I've had plenty of guys kiss me after I blow them. And I think that's wonderful because they're not ashamed or weirded out by me having just blown them and swallowed their jizolas. Jizolas. You, you're learning a lot about the, you're learning a lot about the, your um, slang words today from your friend Jess Wood. Welcome to Get Wood. 18 and over, but not really. Really more like eight years old and over because at eight years by eight years old especially if you live in new york city or even not now you've got the world wide web uh you can look at the pornos when you're eight by the time you're eight you're jaded on porn you know so we have to keep it yes we keep it clean we keep it clear we keep it real we keep it nice we keep it loving if we you know, I know I sound like a fucking hippie. And yes, I am wearing a journey shirt. Oh, and before I continue on, excuse me, I like to give a little shout to my small business people before I continue on with my vabbing and my juices and my cum talk. I would love to give a shout out to She's the Rainbow. <laughs> the um, the maker of this beautiful, if you can see, crystal necklace. Ah, oh, gorgeous. She's the Rainbow. That's her IG. And also, looky here, looky here, babies. Look at that. I got a little barrette from the babes at Babel. That's right, fuckers. I can't stop giving them my love. I mean, they couldn't stop making beautiful resin stuff that I wanted. So it's a match made in heavens, y'all. Anyway, so that's my small business. That's my, that's my titty. I say, I don't care how much of a hippie I sound like when I say we have to lead with love and get rid of this shame and, and get down on each other's bods without any harm. And if you if you're into stuff tell your partner but if you're if you're not telling your partner what you're into your partner unfortunately has watched some porn about choking and may just come at you with some hands and if you're not into that no shame if you are but if you're not into that like myself because i have been choked in real life not sexy uh then you're gonna have to be able to say to somebody excuse me sorry no i don't that's not for me but you know what is for me some major kisses on the the neck. Don't choke the neck. Kiss the neck. Mmm. Vab, vab, vab. Vabalicious. Bing. Anyway, what a week it's been. I tell you, I just want to thank everyone for all the feedback that I got last week about talking about titrating off the Maroshawana. As I continue to um, um, experiment with my lessening of the intake of the weeds, the pots, the the chronic, the, you know, the skunk, the fucking sativa, the in the couch, all those things. As I start to experiment with what works, what does not work, what work, 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 work. Um, Rihanna, 
I have a very, very uh, lucky, I have a lucky part. <laughs> I have a lucky part. You're my lucky part. That's what I, wa- I want to really say this. You all out there are my lucky parts because you interact with me. You send me your own personal stories regarding shit that I've talked about that might be really hard to talk about. And I appreciate it so much. You can't even believe it. It's really, it's really something that fills my life up and it, it helps with the feelings of isolation, the feelings of loneliness, the feelings of not really, you know, having like a family. And you all show up for me. Uh, I'd like to think that we showed up for each other and that we, it was a give and take, a, a bit of a conversation, even if it does seem one-sided sometimes on a Tuesday uh, when I'm here talking for half an hour. But I enjoy you so much. And it's just me telling you how much I love you. You know, I like to do that. Anywho, let's continue on. Is it hard for you to ask for help? Now, here's the thing. Because I put it out last week that I was titrating off the weed or trying not to smoke or going to experiment, whatever, a bunch of people hit me up. And I have to say, it was delightful. But I have very hard time asking for help. Like, ooh, I'm struggling. I'm going to call my friend. I think we all do. I think we all have that thing. We're like, oh, I'm so sad. I don't want to bring anybody else down. But it's actually the opposite. If we practice hitting up the people that do put the, the offer out to us, because what I've been doing is I've been taking people up on their offers. Like when people go, hey, we should meet for coffee. I'm like, damn right we're going to meet for coffee. And then, <laughs> and then, you know, if someone says, hey, I'd love to help you with some stuff uh, in regards to comedy or some, you know, maybe some people that could hook you up. I'm like, hell yeah, you're going to hook me up with an email about people. And I follow up. And you guys, I'm going to tell you just from my experiences last couple months being back in New York. And yes, New York is a special kind of city because people are very excited about working hard here and showing up for one another. However, depression Depression and anxiety run in every city, in every state. So don't give up. You just haven't found your tribe yet. If people aren't showing up for you, keep trying. And you know what? Go to a community thing. Like go to a, I don't know, a lot of you are artists so you can go outside and vend. And I know it's getting cold now. So maybe find some indoor vending stuff that you can do this winter or community services that you might be able to take part in. Because I know when I'm giving back, I feel so much better about my own self and not feeling so selfish and alone and isolated and all those things. So I just want to thank you again for being so sweet um, and showing up for me. Also, what makes us feel so sad, and this happened to me this week, I'll tell you right now. I know I I moved away from the vabbing and maybe you'd like to continue to talk about sticking fingers in in coochers, but I'm going to move it along into something a little bit more, uh, Well, it's still physical. Let's talk about it. It, You know, I got a head cold last week. I know. It wasn't COVID. Don't freak out. I don't think anybody's freaking out anymore, but it was a head cold, and I still have this very major cough, like a, (sighs) I don't know if you can hear it, (sighs) you know, where it breaks up, and it sounds like you smoke a pack of Pall Malls a day. That's kind of what I'm, I'm working with here. Now, who wants to blame someone for a cold. Well, I do, your friend Jess. If you can trace back the fucking cold, then trace it back and curse those motherfuckers because this comic showed up at an open mic and they were on the mic and they were saying to us on the mic from the stage, they were telling us, I've had a cold for a, a few days, but it's not COVID, so you guys won't mind if you get it, right? You don't mind a cold, do you? 
And me and like seven people were like, yeah, we mind a fucking cold. We don't want a cold. What are you doing bringing a cold out here to the microphone that we're all going to share next? Well, needless to say, friends, folks, fuckers, I had a cold along with four other people from that mic that night. Mm-hmm. Four other motherfuckers all got, we all got, <laughs> you know? Meanwhile, this comedian, <clears throat> oh, I've seen him. I've seen him gallivanting about the country on and off airplanes. Are you spreading the fucking cold everywhere you go, you goddamn selfish? <laughs> anyway, maddening, maddening. You guys don't mind a cold, do you? Of course we do. We mind exactly, Ness. We mind. Ugh. All right. Hey, you're cute. You have some vintage style clothing or maybe some old clothing that's not vintage that maybe you just want to get rid of. Do you ever put it in a pile, put it in a bag, schlep that bag over to what they call the Buffalo Exchange? Do you ever do something like that? Oh, yeah, sure you do. I've done it. You've done it. We've all done it. Now, there are certain times when I've done said uh exchange. It's a buy, sell, or trade shop. If you don't know the Buffalo Exchange, it's a buy, sell, or trade thrift shop. And uh, I think depending on who you get as your buyer, uh, you may have some great times. You may make a little money or you may have a struggle, a struggle bus with this goddamn hipster behind the counter who doesn't think my clothes are up to par to fucking sell or trade? Come on. These are cute outfits. You know how many compliments I've gotten on, on, on these outfits? You know that dress? You don't want that dress? That dress is, uh, first of all, it's uh, XOXO. So yeah, okay, so maybe it's from the fucking limited. But you know what? It seems to be very cute to others. Um, Take that shit out of here. So anyway... Have you had this experience with ye ol' fucking buy, sell, or trade uh, on the uh, thrift stores of thrifts? Okay. Well, I put together a delightful array of, oh, faux fur coats and bondage pants and oh, all kinds of, you know why I'm, I'm naming those? Because they were hip, okay? Ankle boots, like a, a Beatles boot with like a flower on it. Are you kidding? I know what's on trend right now. The dude, perhaps, the dude abides. The dude knows what's on trend. Let me tell you the most trendiest thing right now. And it's because Biden is our president. You know that the trends go with who the president is and the porn goes with who the president is and what the politics are. Because remember when, and I talked about this, when Trump was uh, president, all incest porn, all of it. I mean, they're still looking at stepmom porn, which I have to say I'm kind of flattered. I take it personal. Uh, now the porn, I should still continue to take it personal because it is MILF porn, heavy, heavy cougar leaning into the cougarness of it all because Dr. Jill Biden. That's right. Now, what's the fashion? Fashion is Boca 84. What's Boca, you say? Florida. Are you talking about when we go on the cruise wear? We have cruise wear for Boca, Florida, Boca Rattan? Yes, that's exactly right. I'm telling you that Gen Z children, children, are wandering the streets of Bushwick, Brooklyn, looking like 
85-year-old Jews from Florida. That is the trend on trend in the streets for the kids. And the, and the porno? Hot cougar beebs. <laughs> beebs. Hot cougar beebs. That's right. I said it. Somebody had to say it. Anyway, I'm just trying to get you guys up to date in case you guys don't watch the news and stuff, you know, in case you're staying away from media. I like to keep you guys up to date on what's going on. I know, you know, headgear is really big because Iran's having a hard time. I know. No, I'd like to seriously give a fucking shout out to all my girls, my journalists, my young people, my fucking God. I'm horrified. Do we all know what's going on? It's horrifying and nobody wants to do anything about it because well it's just some women and it's not in our interest there's no money to be made to help the iranian women oh my god are you fucking kidding me they're getting raped before they get killed because so they don't won't go to heaven like i can't all right that was just a very small rant things going on in my head and not right in the world just in case you don't watch the news it's always nicer to hear it from a friend um, I would like to um, tell you a story now about a couple of uh, things that I did after I left the sell trade buy, buy sell trade, Buffalo Exchange people, the hipsters that didn't think my dress was good enough for them. Now, look, I'm complaining, but I did make a whopping $60 in trade at the place, which is not bad. Usually you come, you come in with a bag, you leave with that same bag. These bitches, who do you think you are? Anyhow, I took the rest of my bag that didn't get sold and I asked them, where's somewhere I can donate right now? And they said there's a Goodwill down on blankety blank blank street and they told me the wrong fucking address. So suck a dick again. Sucking dicks from the back, these Buffalo Exchange women. Anyway, I made my way downtown Brooklyn, Livingston Street, Mr. Livingston, I presume. <laughs> And I got myself to the Goodwill. Now, as I'm turning the corner to go into the entrance and where the donation area is, I don't, why well, make an air quote for donations? For those of you just listening, I air quoted donations. These are real donations. They're real donations. However, as I turned the corner, there was a gang of dudes, <laughs> a gaggle of men, a, a group of gentle fellows, and they were all standing in front of the Goodwill with their own setup uh, as, and if you're old New York like I am, Second Avenue in the 90s is what it resembled. Do you remember Second Avenue in the 90s? Here's what I'll tell you then. Let Auntie Jess enlighten you about Second Avenue in the 90s, New York City. All right, you could go, now there's a song that actually, they referenced Second Avenue. Detachable penis. Do you remember King Missile? Go look up King Missile detachable penis and he talks about going to second avenue and looking on a blanket and finding his penis oh my goodness why my lord uh so yes yeah, second avenue used to be where everyone who had stolen your laundry from the laundromat dryer had gone to sell it or they'd maybe gone into your home and ripped off some things and then they go to sell it on second avenue and uh so a lot of my friends who had been ripped off i say who are you if you're not how are you not fucking sitting at the laundromat first of all you don't have a fucking criminal mind like all these criminal minded motherfuckers i sit at the laundromat i watch that fucking laundry i don't care downstairs there's a bunch of russian ladies i don't trust them for a second hello i like this um i like your sweater it very much reminds me of men from lobowski 
I know. Keep your hands off it, Veronica. Anyway, um, I'm walking into the Goodwill donation and these gentlemen with their Second Avenue uh, setup, Second Avenue in the 90s setup for sale. Everything was for sale out there. They had Crocs, they had books, they had all kinds of goodies. Anyway, they said, uh, hey, miss, are you going to donate? And I said, yes, I am. And they said, how about just donate right here? And I was like, hell yeah, I will. Fuck the middleman. And they laughed so hard because I'm like, the middleman, that's, you know, I don't mean to, you know, the thing that the thing that astounds me at all times is that I do make references to drugs and sex quite a bit. And it, sometimes it just flies out of my mouth like a butterfly out of a cocoon. And I'm proud of it. I'm proud of my references. But I forget that sometimes <laughs> how I look. Hello. And then I'm like, yeah, fuck the middleman. Bow, 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 bow. You know, uh, right. And so I gave, I handed off my bag to these gentlemen. And they were so psyched. And they were like, thank you. Thank you so much. And I said, thank you. I hope you make a bunch of money off my, I don't know, bra. I don't remember what the fuck was in there. I hope I wasn't trying to sell a bra or donate a bra. Who donates a bra? The thing is, I grew up in thrift shops and I begged my mother to get underwear from there because we didn't have underpants. Do you understand? When you don't have underwear, you want it, especially as a young girl child, especially in your skirts and dresses. And I really wanted underwear. Now I could not imagine going to try to get an underclothes from the thrift shop. Ugh. Da. Even hats now, I get a bit skeeved. Even just thinking about it, I get a bit Anyway, Goodwill, and then my friend tells me, oh yeah, Goodwill, they're fucking horrible. They have, they're not given to the homeless. Like, I'm just like, can we not know everything about everything, please? I just, I hate how much we know about everything because it ruins everything. What did he say? The, the, it's, the mask is pulled back or, oh, he said, God, why do we have to see it all? Anyway, here's the things I wanted to end with. Well, we're not over yet. We have about eight more minutes. But I wanted to tell you all about a couple of shows that I did this week that were so fantastic. And if you're in the New York area, you have to hit these places. Okay. The first that I'll speak of. Uh, it's a new club. It's in Harlem. It's called Comedy in Harlem. That's the name of the club. So really, even if you're just texting like Comedy in Harlem, you know, Googling, excuse me, texting, Googling. <laughs> if you Google Comedy in Harlem, the first thing that comes up is this gentleman's club. Uh, Jamie and Nikki, uh, who run it, husband and wife, delightful, black owned, delightful in the midst of Harlem, 117th Street, upon 117th Street. Um, and I was so jazzed to be invited up there by Kenny Wu, my friend Ding Bong. Bong Ding Dong Bing. Not to be confused with Bing Bong, who uh, I actually saw Byron again on the boardwalk. And he would, act, he would like to not be referred to anymore as Byron. Um, I spoke to him on the boardwalk and I, and I said, I said, hi, Bi hi, Byron, right? And he goes, no, TJ. And I said, oh, hi, TJ. He goes, formerly known as Bing Bong Byron. And I said, oh my goodness, why formerly known? And he goes, 
TJ needs his own life. And you know what, gang? That's the meaning of typecast. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, if if your cast is something and that show runs forever and always, like, Norm, how could that guy be anything other than Norm, right? That's a Cheers reference for those youngins out there. Anyway, uh, comedy in Harlem. Go. If you're in the New York area, go to comedy in Harlem. If you come to visit the New York area, go see a show at comedy in Harlem. Then uh, I also had a show at a funeral home, uh, a funeral home. Now, when I told my friends that I was performing at a funeral home, they were like, oh, my God, that's so funny. Like, totally kitschy. An old funeral home. Like, now it's comedy. And I said, no, not an old funeral home. This is a funeral home that's working right now like it worked like it worked it's on it, it's in business <laughs> you know what I mean it's it's on like foil on a ding dong it's on so the the park slope I just want to make a shout out to the woman who owned this funeral parlor who hosted this show I mean she didn't host it on stage but she was the proprietor and she reminded us what are the three first letters of funeral? That's right, my spellers out there. It's fun. That's right. You you got it correct. You correct that's correctly answered. The first three letters of funeral are fun. And so that that was that was our that was our thing. We now at the end of the show, uh, well, we performed in front of a casket the whole night. It was an open casket. No one, uh, no one human in the in there. But there were a few dolls and and things that were set up in there. <laughs> uh, and then at the end of the show, a lot of people went and took photos in said casket. Uh, <laughs> that's my worst fucking nightmare. I don't care that it's like for fun and it's all set up and don't worry. It's all. I don't know if there was a body in there before or if there's going to be a body in there after. And why do I want to practice? Why am I having a dress rehearsal for my funeral? I mean, everyone was in there like, ha, ha, ha. And they're lying in the casket with their arms crossed. And I said, no, ha, ha, ha. There was an egg chair that I sat in. I said, I like, I prefer the egg chair. Yeah. I do not want a fucking photo of me in a casket yet. Will I have a photo of me in a casket? Will I have an open casket? Will I be buried as a body, as a person? Will I be cremated? Will I ask for my ashes to be a a pear tree like foxes? You remember Annie and foxes? Oh, I'm really dating myself right now, but I don't care. Because you guys know, if you haven't seen foxes, go fucking rent it, you little babies. Uh, This is the things that we grew up on. You know, people getting abused by their cop dad and and people being runaways and and people ODing on accident or getting in a in a car accident because they're fucking running from the cops you know these are the these are the stories that we all were raised on foxes that's right baby that's a uh, Scott Bayo and Jody Foster don't look at me like that i said it then Annie who gets buried and they put a 
tree. There's like a fruit tree over her after she's buried. And then like every, and then there's a voiceover that'll make you weep. I don't care how cool you think you are. Gen Xers, Gen Zers, millennials. You're not that cool. Yeah. Annie. Mm-hmm. I, I guarantee it. Anyways, <laughs> the funeral home was tons of fun. And uh, I just can't thank those folks enough for having us. And uh, there was a picture. There was a, a picture. There was a hearse in the driveway. Um, uh, when uh, Jordan Ferbert, shout out to Jordan, hilarious young gentleman. You should follow him on the uh, Instagrams. Uh, Jordan Ferber was talking about his dead grandmother on stage he was doing jokes about oh jordy talks about his balls you know he's got some great jokes about about his grandma who's dead who was 96 when she died too soon and as he's discussing his grammy the fucking doorbell rings the doorbell of the funeral home that's and also the funeral home is like from 1920 so the doorbell's like it sounds like his grandma choking on a chicken bone. Do you know what I mean? And and he said, oh my God, grandma. <laughs> it was so haunted and perfect. It was perfectly haunted and delightful. So yeah, mm, what do you say? A lot of fun to this. This episode felt good. And you know what? I'm gonna tell you something right now. This is where the woo, this is how we get the woo, not the Wu-Tang, although cash rules everything around us. Cream, get the money, dollar, dollar, billio, cash is everything around me. Did I say around us? Around me. Stop it. Anyway, the woo. Here we go. Ready? Have you been, hi, I'm Jess Wood of Get Wood. Have you been feeling down in the dumps lately? Have you been feeling mm, rather tumultuous in the brains? Have you been feeling emotionally and over the top feeling wise? Well, it might be that Mars retrograde has affected you. (laughs) It's true. Mars is in retrograde. Go look it up and see if you relate to any of that shit. Oh my God. Sometimes you gotta give it up. You know what I mean? You go, all right, Mars, you got me. Not, I'm not saying go home and put your head in the pillow and cry your brains out unless you can do that and you feel better. And then you get up and you go. Uh, but really, it's so intense. You may be affected, entitled. Oh, you may be entitled to come to me. You know what? Stop it. You're too funny. You know what? I have to wear glasses while I do this because I can't read the little teeny writing. Now it's little teeny writing to me. Before, I could read it just fine. Maybe up until like a month or two ago. Well, I'm being very generous with my eyesight. It was probably a while ago. Anyway, oh gosh. Anyhow, listen, I hope something that I talked about helped uh, you or you related to it, uh, made you feel a little lighter, perhaps made you feel like you could get through the next week thinking, you know what, shit, man, if my friend just... Uh, also feels like that and I feel like that I don't have to take it so personal and it's obvious it's not just me I guess everybody's kind of feeling a little funkadelic listen we've had a group trauma and no one wants to talk about it uh pandemic anyone I don't know everyone isolated everyone away from their friends jobs all fucked up things all fucked up families all fucked up like addictions people dying like we've had so much death in the comedy community I can't even name all the people I just give a lot of love out there and say I hope everybody feels better because man if you're struggling call your friends 
really. I had a friend call me the other day and I told them, you know, you made this call. That means you're getting better. That means you're feeling better because at least you know you're not a burden when you feel badly. You're not a burden on people who love you. We want to be here for you. And even if you don't have my phone number or you DM me and I don't get right back to you, you know I'm really good about getting back to people. And I really think it's important for us, even if you just send a little heart emoji or something, just to let people know that we're thinking about them or they're in our hearts or we're going to get back to them. or Maybe we don't have the you know, energy to write a whole thing. She just send a little heart or something. I know we all are struggling. So I just want you guys to know whatever you do is enough. Just know that if you have people, they want you to call on them. Okay. Yes, queen. I see. I see that. Why can I read yes, queen? And I can't read the other things. (laughs) Anyway, y'all, I'm going to go again. Once again, I just have to thank you because I did not want to do this today. I did not want to do this today. I was also feeling very funky, very lost. um, uh, Yeah, unmotivated, lost, confused untalented, unmotivated, unlovable, like all the things. That was me this morning. Shed some tears, wrote about it, had some coffee, had had a smoothie, ate some food. And now here we are. So, you know, we can all get through it. We can all get through it. Let's let's look to one another and just be really gentle with yourself. Okay? Okay. I know it's easier said than done. But you know what? The dude abides the dude abides. I can't roll on the Shabbos. I love you guys so much. Thank you so much for hanging around with me. And I will uh, hear from you when I hear from you. If you can, please share the show. Uh, If you can, uh, please send money. If you can, really, really just share the show and tag me at GetWood. Uh, I, I love you all so much for being here with me and I appreciate you so much. And, and, uh, I heard someone say the other night, have you heard everybody saying, Oh, I appreciate you. I appreciate you. I appreciate you. He's like, Oh, you're making me uncomfortable. See, we're uncomfortable being appreciated by one another. You know, what's more comfortable seemingly like fighting on TV with a a lady at a, at a table. You're a bitch. Fuck you. You know what I mean? Let's, Hey, can we normalize being nice to one another? Can we normalize having a nice day and a good interaction and an honest fucking moment with each other? All right. (laughs) I love you guys. I'll talk to you later. I dream. Can a girl dream? All right. A woman. You're right. She's a woman. Because I'm a woman. Love you. Yes, please. Love you. Love you, love you, love you, love you, love you. Share the show. Yeah.